big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Welcome back <laughs> to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Hello, Ayana. Hi, Kayla. How are you doing? I'm doing good. That's so good. Yeah. We're back after a missed week. Um, it's kind of sad, but you know, we're back. Well, that's okay. We're back and we're better. You fall down, you get back up. That's ain't, right. Ain't that a Donnie McClurkin song? I don't know. No. Oh, you talking about... The gospel song? Yeah. We fall Yes, down, that's easy. But we get up. Ain't that Donnie McClurkin? Look at I me. I know so. the Lord. <laughs> Sometimes. In the past. Okay. So what's been <laughs> popping with you? What's been going on? How have you been? You know, I've been good. Okay. At least I thought I was good. I think I've been good. Look, I don't know. I don't know. I go through phases. I've been good for the most part. Okay. I just posted a story recently where I was saying, like, I'm in the cross between, like, my life is in shambles and I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, that's literally where I am. Mm-hmm. I'm like teeter-totter in the line. Mm-hmm. You know, over this weekend, I had a little bit too good of a time. <laughs> I was like, do I have to come yes. and put you in the box that literally, we talked about? I need to be, but the, over this weekend, it made me, like, Ayana, sit your ass down. Yeah. I got a little too crazy. It's okay. For you know, those who don't know, everybody got, has those days. Was it? What, when was the last time you had a day like that? College. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I know. Am I downward spiraling? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, got a little too drunk. Forgot where I lived for a second. Oh. Ended up at some. <laughs> I was just so confused. I got on my phone. I have 15 missed calls from multiple people. I said, what is going everybody on? Everybody trying to figure out. Um, um, where does Diana live? I don't know why I couldn't just drunkenly be like, I live at, and then just say it. Girl. But I don't remember. So You like, did not remember at all. It's the fact that my friend who was out of town, I mean, who visiting from out of town, had to call Jared and be like, um, help me. Where does she live? <laughs> and Jared was out of town. <laughs> Jared was still. So like, he could barely help. He himself. could barely help. Yeah, that was crazy. And then just for everyone to know. I got on the phone with Ayana. She said, who is Kayla? <laughs> and I said, Ayana, don't fucking play with me. <laughs> who is Kayla? Not just the person that, you know, has been your friend for, I don't know how long we do this podcast together every week. Look, I was struggling, okay? She was struggling. I, I had forgot to... where I live, I probably forgot my name. She forgot everything. I forgot it all. It's okay. But it's okay. You're here. Look, I spent all day You're Sunday still alive. Look, I'm still alive. <laughs> Look, look, that was my wake-up call. I think I got it out of my system. Did it help you to to figure out what's going to be your even? Yes, yes. Kill position? It's like, you know how you just, like, have to find the balance, but sometimes the, me, because I'm hard-headed, the way that I always have to find the balance is experiencing both extremes. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let's not go that's that That's why far. I don't do that. <laughs> it's like, let's not go that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's okay. Sometimes you have to learn like that. That's no, how I learn, unfortunately. That is definitely how. I think I have, a, like, moments like that drunkenly, like, at least once a year. Oh, gosh. I had one last year, too. I'm scared of that. I scared the hell out of Jared. Jared was like, who are you? <laughs> I was like, look. I don't know. It don't happen often, I promise. <laughs> look, the crazy part is I don't know who I am. I don't know. Do you know? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Mm-mm. But, but yeah, that's good. But balance. Balance. I'm finding it. Okay. okay but what about you Kayla I think that I've been a lot better um one of my classes ended I love that so I'm you. only in one class right now and that makes my life feel a lot less hectic which one was it the two and a half hour one that's gone no oh, that's dang. not ending okay. that class the that is my practicum class oh. that's the class that um correlates with my my practicum hours that I get 
during the day. So you have to do that. I have to do that. And I have to get, the reason why I have to have that class is because we have to have so many hours of like university supervision Mm -hmm. alongside the supervision we get at the site that we're interning at. Some, a professor from our university has to supervise us by having class with us and us talking through the experiences that we've had at the internship. So I will be doing that. I will be now on that synchronous schedule until the end of the program. So until May, Mm -hmm. I'll be doing that. Yes. But it's a little more manageable when I don't have another class going alongside with that. Like that class that I took and I was so excited for that class for it to be such a bust the mm-hmm. way it was. It was couples and family therapy. Oh, that sounds like I was something I was so enjoy. No. Girl. Okay. Not the way that the class was ran. Like okay. I was very excited about it because I've always said that aside from school counseling working with high schoolers I have an interest in working with couples and families but that way that that class was ran it was just like man it was draining I was like bro a professor is like a boss if you don't have a good one it's gonna suck yeah (laughs) it was the way she said it (laughs) Oh, is that weird? If, if you don't have I a good like one, a some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how it was. Y'all get on my nerves. But no, the professor was cool. Like the professor even was like, you could turn in late work because I know that it's hard. It's just the way that that class, like once they get the layout for the course, that's mm-hmm. the layout for the course, no matter who teaches it. So you just have to like, in order to graduate from the program, everybody is on the same, you know, they keep it, they keep it on a level playing field. So yeah, but other than that, things have been good. I'm trying to prepare myself for my birthday and all of everything with that. So, um, my best friend's birthday is actually tomorrow, but we celebrated her birthday last weekend. So now like whenever it's always weird because I want I want her advice about things about my birthday, but then I wait mm-hmm. until her birthday's over. I'm like, no, we're not going to talk about my birthday until your birthday's done. So tomorrow, once her birthday is over, because she's kind of over it now, because she celebrated all over the weekend, and now her birthday is coming. So she's like, I'm ready to talk to you about your birthday and help you yeah, and all this stuff. So, so yeah, it's going to be... Um, good to have her back to have her help because she's like so into birthdays how I am too so I love that you guys have that yes so we sit and she nitpicks with me the same way I nitpick with her so it's I literally can't even imagine like planning something like that Mm -hmm. I don't have a planning bone in my body yeah on top of the fact that I don't like value planning stuff for like birthdays and stuff you don't so bad at stuff you're you'd be over it I'd be so over it yeah I I get excited like there's two things I get excited for and that's birthdays and Christmas (laughs) those are my things kind I don't really get excited for New Year's not Thanksgiving Hmm. no other holidays just birthdays and Christmas I think Thanksgiving is the only holiday that I actually like I don't do Thanksgiving like that. And it's only because, like, it actually means something to me. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this is actually a time for people to, like, come together, families to come together and, like, eat. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way you can bond. Yeah. And then I think about Christmas and how just, like, commercialized it is. Mm-hmm. Or birthdays. Or, like, Valentine's Day. Or New Year's. Like, <laughs> or any of the things. Or any of them. They're just all so commercialized. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I think that, like... The reason why I don't do Thanksgiving like that is just because I'm like traumatized by it. That was my mom's favorite holiday. Mm. And then she passed away the day after Thanksgiving. So I'm cool on Thanksgiving. Like it's just not my time of the year. But Christmas, my mom was a really big Christmas girl. (laughs) So I think that's why I get so excited for Christmas. I just had such a great upbringing with Christmas Mm -hmm. that I just I love the feeling Mm -hmm. of Christmas like I just love it's the one time of the year that everything just looks like magical with the Mm -hmm. lights and the decorations it's just I wish I had that I had my all my Christmases really yeah I always spent time with my cousin's side of the family and they literally would always forget that I would be there even though I was there every year since I was a kid and yeah no i just i hated it no well we're gonna try to look i'll always be trying to change your mind we're going to try (laughs) but i am gonna marcus and i decided we're doing a christmas party this year i love that 
So we're going to have all of our friends over for like sometime before Christmas even hits because everybody goes out of town Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then my Christmas Eve and Christmas Day is always nuts because of like all the stuff I have planned with family stuff. But I want to do like something Christmas like with my friends this year. So, yeah, so we'll do that. Okay. Okay. But anyways, let's get into the topic. Mm -hmm. Um, This is something that like you brought up, but it kind of like was really good timing for us to talk about this because of Tracy Ellis Ross just came out with a docu-series called Hair Tales. Mm -hmm. And I haven't finished it yet. I'll be honest. You haven't started it. Mm -mm. Um, But I think that we can have such great conversations even without seeing it revolving around hair. Um, So for those that have not heard about it or may not know, um, Tracy Ellis Ross docu series that came out called Hair Tales is about is about women telling stories about their hair, black women specifically, and about the ups and downs, trials and tribulations in the relationship that we have with our hair, mm-hmm. um, and what that means to us. And I know this is something that I have battled with literally my entire life. Same, definitely same. So let's start at the beginning. Um, where, how did you, like, when did you become aware of like a relationship with hair or that you might not have been connected with your hair in some type of way? Mm, I've, I have literally always been hyper aware of Mm. the fact that my hair was different than, because my black, I mean, the black side of my family is the only family that I know. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) as far as I can remember, they would always make it obviously painfully obvious that mm-hmm. like you're different and your hair is different mm-hmm. and yeah yeah it was just a lot so I've always been aware of my the fact that my hair was different than majority of the people around me right and it always became this sense of just like a insecurity it's like yeah sure people would come up to me oh my god your hair is so beautiful and be touching me all the time and stuff like yes. oh my god never cut your hair your hair is so beautiful oh my god you're so beautiful because you're your hair I'm like shut I know. It's so annoying, right? It really is annoying. Especially it's frustrating. for a six-year-old kid. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Dude. I would say I've had the same kind of experience that you described. Um, besides the fact that, like, it's weird when you are black mm. and other people are black. Mm. Like, I'm fully black. I'm not necessarily, like, yeah, I might have, like, things mixed in my family. But, like, both of my parents are black. My grandparents are black. Like, I feel like I know where this is going. And being the the black girl with the good hair. Would they try to convince you that you're not just black? Yeah, I've had that. I've had the you're not you're not you couldn't be just black. Yeah, you couldn't just be black. Like, look at your hair. Yeah. Um, but just like I remember growing up, even though I had long curly hair, like kids picking on me mm-hmm. because I had long curly same, hair same. and I remember just like being like you said hyper aware about my hair and about who touched my hair who looked same. at my hair because growing up my Nana used to always say like nobody touches your hair besides me your mom and like close family members like nobody touches your Kim hair used to say the same thing well she would allow people like random adults who will just well to her they weren't random but i didn't know these people mm-hmm. and they just come up to me touching oh my god your hair is so beautiful but i was taught from a very 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 young age uh to always have my hair in a ponytail braided ponytail and always put it in front of me because she used to mm-hmm. tell me all the time girls are going to be so jealous of you ayana you need to protect your hair they're going to cut it off yeah I'm like, what are you talking about but no i feel like i understand where that was coming mm-hmm. from because now like in hindsight i'm realizing when i was younger how many girls like picked on me and made me feel bad about the fact that my hair was long yeah. and healthy. And, yeah. like, I really was, I grew up with an experience of taking care of my natural hair. Yeah. Like, I would have entire, I wash days are not new. And that's why I think that it's so easy for me. Not easy, because it's not easy. But being a natural girl kind of, like, comes more naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, that was what we did, like. My Nana laid me across the counter and I would put my head back oh into the sink. God. 
and she will the wash my hair. Pain. I know. She would try to roll the towel up though and put it there for it, my neck to like comfort. It didn't help. Not it didn't me. help. It still hurt, but it was a whole experience. Neck like pain. same. Getting That's your hair washed too. and all of that growing up. Yeah, Kim didn't know how to take care of my hair though. Really? Because like I mean, she had never seen hair like mine. The texture. So she didn't know how to like keep my hair well moisturized. Or, so it was literally always like bag. Mm. But when I was younger, my hair texture was way different. Mm-hmm. Like the older that I got, I keep, I always joke. I say the older that I got, the blacker that I got. Because mm-hmm. my, my curls got tighter and tighter. Because mm-hmm. if you look at younger pictures of me, my hair is just basically just straight and wavy. Yeah, straight and wavy. But then the older that I got, she got, she was like, oh, the hell? <laughs> like, what do I do with this? And How that's when this I started happen? obsessively straightening my hair. Mm. That's what, so that's why I was going to go next. So when did it come a point that you realized that like, that, or that you felt like, oh, these curls are not good. Mm-hmm. Like this does not equal mm. standard of beauty. It was definitely like, late middle school early high school when my hair texture started to change Mm -hmm. and I was just like I don't number one I don't know what to do with this and then I always believed I always thought that like straight hair was more beautiful hair Mm -hmm. um and I just I I was always under the the perception that like curly hair is just too much work yeah I mean because they they do that thing where they compare like oh this is good hair this is manageable hair this is not good hair this is not you know I was gonna say where did you learn that from like is there something that you can identify pinpoint? or pinpoint mm-hmm. that made you think that? No, no. It, because me being a child and like all of my family members just like constantly reminding, oh, you have good hair, you have good hair. And then me comparing my hair to their hair, I was like, what? Like, what does mm-hmm. that even, what does that mean? Yeah. But I just I was under the perception that like, well, this is good hair, that's bad hair. Mm-hmm. But then I got to middle school, high school, and I remember being jealous mm-hmm. of people who had kinkier hair than me because I always, I always, number one, wanted to do a big fro, and my hair just oh, won't do that. Yeah. And then they used to have the the puff balls, and I wanted to do that. I couldn't do that you either because my it. hair just falls flat. Yeah. But I just remember being jealous about that stuff. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, you know, whatever. But then I would just straighten my hair. Yeah, I think I became really aware when um like growing up I had a best friend and her hair texture was like the hair texture that I really really wanted like it it was it's kind of like the way that you were describing yours was like it was curly but it was like just like a more flat Mm. looser like more fine and softer hair texture than what mine was yeah and I remember just constantly trying to get my hair to do I didn't understand the concept of texture mm-hmm. like nobody ever explained that to me yeah. so I had the people that were like jealous about or like you know making comments about the way that my hair is and all of that stuff and then on the other hand I'm sitting here looking at my friend and I'm like no like that's good hair like mm-hmm. my hair doesn't do that and I remember she would be able to just like put mousse in her hair And she would like scrunch it up and it would just be cute. And I would try to like put so much mousse in my hair thinking that my hair would do what hers did. I remember going through the mousse And it was crunchy and dry. And it was not good. (laughs) Mousse just never worked well. It didn't work. Why is it drying my hair out so bad? My hair was so crunchy because I was trying so hard to make my hair texture into hers. And it just was not that. And I did not understand. Did you ever go through like a hair straightening phase? I did. When I got to, I think when I got closer to like eighth grade Mm -hmm. in high school, I went through a really bad hair straightening phase where I, I fried the mess out of my hair. I had a permanent straight, like straight hair in the front. Yeah. It was heat damage to the point that even when I washed my hair, the rest of my hair would kind of curl up. Mm -hmm. But that front, it was permanently straight. Yeah. And I think that when I was in high school, though, that's when I got my revelation about wanting to, like, actually embrace my curly hair. Oh, yours was in high school? Mm-hmm. It was towards the end of high school, though. Okay. It was towards the end. It was not at all towards the beginning. Like, my freshman, sophomore year, even I think a little bit of the junior year, I was just like, mm-hmm. like frying, frying that mess. The fried and the then when I got to maybe 
junior, senior year, that's when I was just like, no, like I started to do challenges with myself. Like I'm going to go six months without straightening my hair. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think that the reason why I was able to kind of get back on track with that so early on, instead of having that moment in college, Mm. was just because I always had like my Nana reminding me that my hair was beautiful. She's like, your curly hair is so pretty. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do X, Y, and Z. Like your hair, your natural hair texture is so beautiful. And I would hear her say it and I'd be like, "Mm." like, I hear you. Even when she says it now, she brings it up to me now. She's like, your hair is so pretty like that. You don't need to do anything to it. You don't need to do nothing to your hair for your birthday. Mm." (laughs) I'm doing something to my hair. But I think that towards the end, that's when I started to realize like, okay, the more I straighten my hair, the more that I'm losing Mm. the way that it looks. So I, and I didn't want that. That wasn't necessarily my goal in that was to fry my hair. I didn't understand that concept. Like, oh, you keep straightening it. It ruins your curls. It legit ruins your curls. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So when did you have your awakening moment about your curly hair? Um, So growing up with Kim, Mm -hmm. she would always tell me that I wasn't allowed to cut my hair until I turned 18. Oh, I had that that hair, cutting your hair talk as well. Mm Mm-hmm. That it's like a sin, basically. It was like a sin, and mm-hmm. I didn't like that. I'm like, but I want to change. I don't like my hair. Mm-hmm. I want to do something. And so as soon as I turned 18, I went to Walmart, mm-hmm. and I got them to cut my hair. Really? At Walmart? I looked like Dora. <laughs> I'm not even playing. How how short did you bangs. cut it? It was like, it was literally here. Okay. With bangs. Oh, my God. And I, I'm dead ass. I looked like Dora. Wait, you just unlocked a memory. I just realized that I wanted bangs so bad when I was in high school. And at one point, I cut my own hair. (laughs) I rebelled. And I got the scissors and I went in the mirror. And I didn't cut like a a Chinese bang. But I just wanted a little side bang. And they wouldn't let me have it. I just wanted a little layer. A little. I wanted the, you know, the Selena, like they're almost like see-through, like. Uh Uh-huh. Those are cute though. Those are really cute. I wanted the side bang and I cut it. And my, I remember my Nana being pissed. I think I did that when I was like in like eighth grade. I did that. And in eighth grade, I remember because it was like around the time of my mom's funeral and they let me cut a Chinese bang. So I got a Chinese bang when I was like in eighth grade. Okay. Because that was super popular then. Like everybody had Chinese bangs and I felt. What are Chinese bangs? Those are the. The straight ones? Mm-hmm. Is that what you call them, Kayla? Yes. That's what oh. they're called. I'm like, is this spicy? Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not making that up. No. Okay. They're called Chinese bangs. <laughs> okay. 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 So I really wanted them. But those are the ones that are like thick. Yeah. So I was like, take a look, part your hair all the way back here. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I had. I had that at one point. I tried to cut my hair like that once. You did, but it was in college. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really bad when I did that. Well, it was cute. I thought it was cute, but I let them grow out. But once I cut my hair like that, when I cut it on my own, that mm-hmm. little side bang, mm-hmm. it never, it doesn't grow back. <laughs> so like my hair in the front. Like, I think, because my hair was really long. Mm-hmm. So, my hair in the front, like, it won't grow past, um, like, it won't grow as long as the back grows, if okay. that makes sense. No, that makes sense. And that's because of what I did. my hair is the same. I did that to my myself. My hair is the same. Also, I have, very, I have at least three different textures in my head. Mm-hmm. The ones on the sides are so straight mm. compared to literally everything else is by far the most frustrating thing. Yeah. But, I feel like I have a lot of different textures going on. I think that now it's it's really healthy and it's pretty consistent. I think that I have issues with like the curl patterns on either side. Okay. Like one side the curl pattern is one way and the other side does something different. I'd be like this wow. is stupid. Wow. This is stupid. So that leads me to Mm. both of us made the decision to cut our hair. Oh, yeah. That was actually shortly shortly after my Dora cut. (laughs) Stop calling that cut the Dora cut. cut. It was a Dora cut. Uh, Shortly after my Dora cut, when I moved in with Michael and Jennifer, Uh I chopped off all my hair. 
Okay. Jennifer was my inspiration because she had short hair. Oh. Well, actually, I didn't chop it all off at first. I started off with the, oh, God, I can't remember what her name was. She was my inspiration, but she was a part of some singing group. And her hair was like this. Uh-huh. It was like half, this side was like longer down to like her chin. Mm-hmm. And then this side was like short. So what made you, so you just did it based off of inspiration, like you Literally saw. Just, I, because I always wanted to change up my hair. Okay. It's been 18 years yeah. that I've been holding of on. someone telling you of how exactly. your hair should be versus exactly. you being able to experiment with exactly. it. Exactly. That makes sense. So I did that and I kept that, I think for like two weeks and I was like, you know what, just cut it all off. Mm-hmm. I wanted a Rihanna cut. Okay. And that's literally what I showed her. And she, uh, yeah, I got my pixie cut and I was what, 18 so how, at the time? You were 18? Okay. That was the first time that I cut my hair off. Okay. The first time that I cut my hair off was out of frustration. And I felt like I didn't necessarily have another choice. Like, the I cut my hair off the first time because it was like big chop type of thing. Oh, my like, hair was damaged, huh? Yeah, I was like, you know, I was really at that point pretty serious about wanting my hair to grow long and mm-hmm. healthy. And I had not only heat damaged it, but I had color damaged it because I had had like blonde streaks in my hair. Oh God, that blonde. And yeah, so it just, my hair would not grow past a certain length. Like it didn't matter what I did. Like I was doing consistent, you know, hair routine. It was probably just breaking off. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, I'm about to cut it. And I remember everybody freaked out. They were like, no, like don't cut your hair. Because even... Even still, with me knowing that my hair was not as healthy as it could be. Like, if I look back at those pictures and what my curl pattern looked like, I'm like, this is what y'all were tweaking about. People don't care it about a the hot quality. Mess. They want to see the length. It's like, bro, length isn't everything. I didn't even have the length, Ayana. Oh, my God. They were making it seem as though my texture was just so, like, your hair is so curly. It's so pretty, blah, blah, blah. It was right here. Mm. It's, it, it did your hair texture change after, or did it change more after you did your big chop? Oh, uh, dramatically. Were you like confused by like your hair? Were you like, what the? No, I I was excited because I knew what my hair could be because I looked at pictures of oh. what my hair looked like growing up oh. and how curly it was when I was consistently like taking care of it and I didn't have any like heat damage any color damage no chemicals so I went on this like I was really extreme with it where I was like yeah like I'm cutting my hair Mm. I'm not putting any color in it no chemicals no nothing like and that's when my hair grew the longest it's ever been Mm. so that was my first time cutting it and before I cut it again which we'll get to it was like down to here yeah well the longest it had ever been in like my like more grown up years when I was younger it was like down in my butt but like since my grown up years of me taking care of it like it grew pretty long yeah but then I got tired of that too see sometimes you just get bored especially when you go from a big chop to like having to grow your hair out you kind of get bored after a while I did I'm not gonna lie my second the second time of me cutting my hair off was out of rebellion and me having an unhealthy relationship with my hair and the way people saw me because of my hair. Mm, that was my first job. Yeah, I felt like the only thing people had to say to me was, was you have pretty hair. Your hair is so pretty. Mm, I And that's why I, I cut my hair the first time. And I mm-hmm. was like, why is beauty so associated with my hair? That was it my was, thing. It was like rebellion, and I chopped it all off. Mm-hmm. And then I, my hair was permed that entire time. You permed your hair? My hair was Because the back of my hair, it would not lay down worth nothing. Really? It looked like straight up finger waves, and it was not intentional. Oh, my goodness. And so goodness. She, she would perm the back of my hair to get it straight. Yeah. Um, I never knew that you permed your I hair. I permed it. If I show you old pictures, you can tell because my hair is like really straight. My hair is not that. It doesn't look like that when it's that short. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you've seen my hair when it's yeah. that. Yeah, it's curly. Yeah, it is. But uh, the first time, she permed my hair. And then I started to grow it out, and I didn't realize that, like, it would take a lot for the, the perm to completely grow out. Mm-hmm. And I just never cut it off. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize my curls were a lot looser than what they were oh. supposed to be until my second big chop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where the hell are these tighter curls coming from? Mm-hmm. Just because it, you know, helped. Yeah. I was, look, when you cut your hair off and you let it grow back out, yeah, it, it really do be, like, curling be like, all the way up. 
all the way up. It really shows you how healthy like your hair can really be if you just take care of it. <laughs> this is legit the curliest my hair has ever been. Really? I didn't know it was when I was in high school. I seriously did not know my hair was capable of being this curly. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What do you do different now to your hair? Well, now I know actually how to take care of my curls. Mm-hmm. I literally had no idea how to what do to it do previously. YouTube diversity, man. Okay. They'll teach Hello? you everything. That's where I learned too. I learned about like the the texture of my hair, like the type of products I should probably be Same. using because of my hair type. Same. All of that stuff from YouTube. And then I started researching stuff. I would get the right products and all mm-hmm. that. And I think it's really beneficial now that we have so many um, like black owned hair yes. products. Like that wasn't a thing. So I'm growing up trying to use what's garden, Garnier Fructis and all of that Garnier crap. Garnier Fructis too. I didn't know. That's what place- was drying my hair out. Same. That mousse. I didn't know there were things like Shea Moisture even, or um, or uh, Pattern now. Pattern's good. Yeah. There's this, uh, There's this, this was the first thing that I had ever used on my hair, and I still use it to this day. It was Miss Jessie's Multicultural Oh, yeah, I know Miss Jessie's. I've love, used that before. Love that stuff. Yeah. That's the only thing that has worked on my hair throughout, because mm. I swear sometimes products will work. And, and then, then they, stop, they working. stop working. Yep. That's so how mine is, too. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine is like that too. I have to switch it out every once in a while. Same. The only one that I've found consistently is pretty good for my hair, so far at least, is Camille Rose. Really? I tried Camille Rose, but it just didn't work well with my hair. Camille Rose works really. I think it's because, like, even though my hair is fine, like, I have a lot. Like, you have thick hair. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's thick because. It's probably not. It's just I pick it out, and the way I pick it out, it makes it look a lot thicker than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fine, but my hair dr- will dry out, and it tangles really quickly, so I need stuff that has moisture in it. Oh, you just gave me a flashback. The other day, okay, the other day, granted, I hadn't brushed my hair in like two days or something, yeah. and I was washing my hair in a shower, and I literally went like this, and I pulled, and there was a whole clump of hair in my hand and I did it twice and it that just gave me goosebumps times and I was like am I balding that's terrifying I would probably cry I was freaking out and I, I have like, cried before mirror, like, am I bald? right am I, bald? I had an experience like that the like one of the first times I ever got braids in my hair because that was another Ooh. thing I was not allowed to do any of that stuff growing up no braids no weave no nothing Wait, you couldn't oh you just weren't allowed to do it Mm-mm. well I don't even want to say not allowed, but it just was like growing up, everybody in my family was just like, no, your hair is, is nice and you need to protect it. And like you, who is this person that you're trying to get to do your hair? Mm -hmm. You don't need any extensions in your hair. Your hair is they were like, I was trying to be like, no, let's cut it. Let's put color in it. Let's do this. They was like, no girl, sit down. We're not doing all of that. But I mean, I'm appreciative of that and I understand now in my adult years why that I've gone through all of this stuff and experimenting with my hair. Yeah. Why they were protective over my hair like that because of the unhealthy relationship. I mean, that started it a little bit because mm-hmm. it was just like everybody telling me what I couldn't do with my hair mm-hmm. made me kind of resent it even more and made me want to cut it off and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like in my adult years, like, me and my hair have had like a real roller coaster of a relationship. Like the second time that I cut my hair off, I remember the day I decided to do it because it was that deep. Like it was getting really long and I felt like it had no shape to it. I just didn't feel like pretty, like in my curly hair. And that's another thing like with curly hair, a lot of times I don't, always feel the most pretty with my curly hair because I feel like I look five or 12 like childish yeah but yeah I remember the day that I decided that I was gonna cut my hair off I was in the mirror I was literally bawling my eyes out because I was just looking in the mirror and I just did not feel pretty like I was looking at all this hair on my head that everybody wants to you know tell me like I would kill to have that hair and da 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 and I, I literally cut it off kind of in a rebellion. Like this was in spite. Yeah. This was the time that I cut it off because 
not to not to grow it long and healthy like everybody always tells you your hair should be long and all that stuff i grew it off i I cut it off to literally have it cut off my head Mm -hmm. like i did not have and it was funny because i remember when i cut it i got a whole bunch of dms and people were just like oh my gosh it's gonna grow so long and healthy and all this stuff and i responded to everybody like no like the intention is not to grow it back out and granted i did grow it back out like it's growing back out now but that was just because i realized like for maintenance i thought that it would be easier every day to have short hair but it's harder because it grows so quickly that i have to and i don't like cutting my hair myself so like that means that i would have to go and get my hair done every couple weeks yeah so it's a lot of maintenance yeah so it was just a lot of work but I mean, I think that that was just a representation for me of just like how up and down, hot and cold my relationship has been with my hair because of the fact that I have people telling me like, oh, your hair is so, so beautiful. Like I do anything for that hair, but then also not feeling like fully accepted by my own community in my hair because it is the good hair and it's different from like thicker hair textures and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So People like if I complain about issues about my hair, if I'm frustrated with my hair, it's almost like, girl, shut up. Like, you don't have no reason to feel like that. Right. So that's frustrating because it's like I'm black just like you. Mm -hmm. But even the images that we see in the media today are not necessarily. And I know that we need to be inclusive. And I think that we should have images of all different hair textures. I know that the hair texture that is kind of like the ones that me and you have might have might be more in the forefront Mm -hmm. and have made women that have thicker hair feel as though our hair is what the goal is or Mm -hmm. that's what's most achievable in some type of way Mm -hmm. but i think that now when i look in the media especially because we have such a big push for natural hair it makes me feel insecure about my hair texture because i'm like dang like my hair can't get as big as that or i can't i can't do twist outs on my hair i can't do braid outs on my hair bro don't even get that's me smoked that's not happening don't even get me started with the, with the i i was always under the perception that i can only ever wear my hair like this i mean i told you about the fact that i couldn't i thought i couldn't get um box braids mm-hmm. i remember you telling me that and i was like but i can't do that you like but i get box braids and I was yeah like, but i've always been told i wasn't allowed to mm-hmm. because my hair texture it's mm-hmm. not thick enough well they'll they'll will they will tell you that like certain hairstylists will be like oh your hair is too fine like i can't true page do her thing y'all y'all go see my girl page but don't be having her booked up because i need to see my girl page (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i definitely um I get that. I used to be called a uh, white girl by my family growing up because my hair tech, oh, and the fact that I'm light skinned. Um, and I would cut my hair out of spite and then I'd keep it short. I've always liked my hair short, but then I remember the first time I grew it out was because my boyfriend at the time like begged me. He's like, I just think you're so much more attractive with longer hair. Mm. And so I was always under the perception. Once I was at a point where I was single again, my hair was short. I was like, I have to grow it out. Otherwise, like, I'm not going to find somebody. Mm. Yeah. And that's why right before Love is Blind, I said, fuck this. And I chopped all that shit off. I said, now, you can't see me anyway. So That's so good that you did that, though. Yeah. That's so good. I I feel like on the opposite end, I've had, like, growing up, um, guys tell me that I look better when my hair is straight versus curly Mm -hmm. definitely it like reinstilled that into my mind what i realized is there was just like guys would always try to run their fingers through curly hair first of all don't do that don't do that don't do that be careful now don't touch my hair okay what's the line say she told y'all don't touch my hair wait that doesn't even think did you see that that small clip people kept sending to me that small clip on love is blind where dt came and touched my hair and i looked at her like uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't know I did that until people kept sending to me. I was like, oh, okay. It was just a black girl reaction. It was a black y'all. girl reaction, man. <laughs> it was a, it was a reflex. Did so I know that I experienced this, um, and I think partially I had this experience too because I'm dark skinned with the hair texture that I have. Mm-hmm. But I remember being in college and people would always ask me, "Oh my gosh, like 
Where Where are you from? I knew you were going to say that. What are you mixed with? That would literally be the first question. You know what I used to do to them what? when they asked me that? What do you think I'm mixed with? Oh, really? What do you think that I am? I just always say I'm black. And then they look at me confused. And no, like, I would. Yeah, I would let them guess. So then I could be like, no, I'm black. They'd be like, that's it? I've had people tell me that I look like I'm like. I feel like somebody said like Trinidadian or like from these islands and all it. this stuff. And I'm like, I can see it. I'm black. <laughs> I can see I'm it. blackity black, black, black. I mean, Trinidadian is pretty black too. But I mean, yeah. But American. Yes. American. I'm black. just American black. I, I, I don't have to be people. from an island right. or. I'm just black. I'm just black, y'all. Right. <laughs> I, um, I used to get a lot of Indian. And then I moved, oh my God, when I moved to New England, everyone, literally everyone thought I was Dominican. And I didn't mm. understand that until I spent time around them. I was like, dang, am I Dominican? Because I look just, I look Dominican. It's like you get where they coming from, but it's also like. Why well, can't just be black? It's it's just really I mean, funny that if you it. have like a certain type of hair texture. You have to be something You have to be something else mm-hmm. or they're confused. Like it feels like you have to have some type of ambiguity. Ambiguity. Yes, to mm-hmm. your your race mm-hmm. or who you are. Like, why does it have to There's be like complexity that? in the black population. That's the beauty. The beauty of being black is that we could be whatever we want to be. Oh, come on now. Period. I love that. And I think, I, like, what I'm sad about is that I cannot find my place in this new movement. But I think it's great. But at the same time, like. It's, it's such a we're in two polar like spaces right now with black women in hair. Oh. It's the the natural girls that are just natural girls. And we got laid lace front 360 frontal wigs. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about because uh-huh. I don't do those things. So uh-huh. but I just think that it's really interesting. Like and when we get dressed up for occasions, I feel like now we have more women in media that are doing like black things to their hair for special occasions. But I'm trying to get to that place, but that's a very difficult place to obtain. I always feel like I have to straighten my hair for like a formal event or for like a, like something important. Yes. And that's been instilled in us because when we were young and we were growing up, we would get our hair straightened for special special occasions. Yeah. Like I remember picture day and all those things, I would get my hair straight. I would never wear my hair curly on picture day. Yeah, same. I would never wear my hair curly when my birthday came around. Same. So it's just been instilled. And so now, a lot of times, it feels like almost keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. with what's going on with, like... <laughs> Sorry, with the Joneses. <laughs> but what's going on with, like, everybody doing the the wigs right now. Bro, I can't. I, I use it, bro. I can't. First of all, I've always I've always felt out of place in just this new movement of just like natural hair because I've told people have told me that like, oh, you don't count. Like mm-hmm. your hair doesn't count as natural hair, it's just different. Mm-hmm. You don't have a struggle. And I'm like, Okay, I just won't say nothing. Right. But then I also feel like I can't do stuff like box braids or even wear wigs because people are like, Why? You don't need it. Hello? That's mm-hmm. what they tell you. I'm like, but what if I want? But it's like, but I want to be a bad bitch too. That's what I'm saying. What if I <laughs> want I, long hair? Can I fit in too? <laughs> what if I want a little short pixie wig? Right. But then it's then it's like the other side. I try to fight this urge because it's like I have that feeling, and then on the other side of things, I have the feeling that like I want to I want to change the image of like when special occasions come around. Why am I feeling as though I need? straight hair maybe we should just start doing more research on like things that you can like different styles you can do with our curly hair i've tried but you know what it's hard because we see it so much in the media like Issa ray great example of somebody that does black things to her hair all the time her hair she always she's beautiful and Mm -hmm. she's black it's Mm -hmm. no question about it Mm -hmm. yara shahidi's another person i think about Mm -hmm. i think about chloe and hallie now and what they what they're doing with their locks tracy ellis ross tracy ellis ross like these are all like pioneers of people but but then it's like where do i find hairstylists that are doing these things to my hair right it it feels almost not like obtainable and just everyday life yeah for me right now at least like i don't know who to go to <laughs> first of all I've, I've never been the one to get my hair professionally done because i've always been told it's not necessary like i should just be able to do it. and so i've always just done my own but hair. i feel like 
you still deserve luxury regardless of and that it, it is like a luxurious experience to go and get your hair done you know i never really thought of it that way just because like growing up the people in my family would go get their it was like a maintenance thing they didn't make mm. it seem like it was luxury it was like well i can't i can't manage this by myself and i need to go get this professionally okay. done yeah and so in my mind it's just like a maintenance and i'm like well i don't require the maintenance so mm-hmm. maybe i should i just don't need to do that yeah i think growing up i saw i used to go with my mom all the time even if i didn't get my hair done i would go with her mm. to get her hair done and like going with my mom it just made me feel like this is just a part of black culture yeah like this is a part of black culture for me to be here and and you know hair salons used to be different then like you would go and you would sit there and everybody would be in there chopping it up like they'd have the hair magazines in there and you flip through the pages and i used to be like mom can i get this hairstyle i want this but it was just more of an experience and now we got all these rules and regulations you know, Jesus you, Christ. You know who I experienced the salon thing with? Mainly just the hair care journey as a whole. I've experienced this the most with Jennifer. Mm. For those who don't know, that's my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer. I've seen it a lot. I used to go with her all the time when I was a kid. And now she's complaining about this new experience or this new wave of like hairstylists who are just like. It is a lot. It <laughs> is. It's a lot. Like, and I get it. Like, they're trying to get their coin and do their thing. I get it. But, but I personally just feel like we are just missing a strong piece of black culture. Like, by eliminating a lot of the things that were instilled in just like hair, going to get your hair done growing up. Agreed. Like, that aspect is not there. That was a vibe, man. It was such a vibe. It was a vibe. So, what do you feel like? you're going to do differently when the time comes for you to have children. Like if you have a daughter and she, you know, how would you talk to her surrounding hair or do something differently surrounding hair for this to kind of like be broken in a way? I think it's, it's really a, for me, I just try my best to find the balance between getting her to appreciate her hair, but not, putting so much value on her hair because mm. I don't want her growing up like I did where it, people put so much value on it that I thought that was the only valuable thing about me mm-hmm. and so I want her to value other things more but to appreciate what she has mm-hmm. um and to just embrace that I think I the the only the only part is is like where does the protection come in because you can't allow your kids to just be altering their hair left and right mm-hmm. um, perming their hair mm-hmm. coloring their hair even is so damaging it's like you don't want any permanent damage to to hair that's like still you know yeah uh, Most so that's definitely. that's the balance yeah I agree but yeah I think you? that I would just have a lot of like. Instead of it just being a strict hard no, like how I experienced growing up, I'm appreciative because I have more insight to understand where the pl- like the place it was coming from. Mm-hmm. But I would hope that like by having deeper conversations that are digestible for my child at that age, they will be able to understand why I'm saying no to these Instead things. Instead of just saying no. But um but yeah, I just want to have more conversations like that and I want to hopefully like get her to explore other sides of things that she could do with her hair to make her feel pretty with her hair that don't just include straightening i want to teach my child and i want to learn along with them how to manage their hair because i don't know what my kids hair whatever the hair texture is going to be is most likely going to be different than my own Mm -hmm. so it's going to be a learning experience for me too Mm -hmm. because i'm probably going to end up with a black man Mm -hmm. at least that's what i want yes so and we believe that for you (laughs) black babies things crossed. things crossed. i mean you know i ain't opposed to right anything else but you, you know, like nice. maybe possibly but but it'd be black nice. man first it'd be nice it'd be nice um but yeah so i i want to learn with my child mm-hmm. um and us just like really exploring yeah i want it to be a fun thing you know the good thing though is there's so many resources now for children it's a lot different now it's a lot different yeah now. i've seen so many books mm-hmm. just like child books yeah i'm like you know what I think it'll be easier. Yeah, I think I think it will. I think that the thing that will be concerning for me, like working in a high school, the thing that I see this concerning is so many girls that are just like wearing wigs right now. Really? Oh, yes. In high school? 
Oh yes, they know how to do it. The wigs and the um. Do they look good? Some oh. do. Some okay. don't. Okay. Um, it's but learning. the wigs and the lashes right now. The lashes, girl. Do they have the nails too? I remember the I, nails. I couldn't wear freshman, nails. Freshman with the nails. What? I couldn't wear nails. I couldn't do anything with my hair. I couldn't even wear makeup aside from maybe a little eye stuff and some lip gloss. Girl, what? That's why They're in there with full laid wigs. Some of them are laid. Some of them aren't, but they're wearing them. <laughs> okay. They got the lashes. That's crazy. The full long set. Is that, is that something that we should combat when we're older? Because I don't want to like... Hold them to the standard that we were when we were growing up. But I like, think that it's an important lesson of embracing your beauty, your natural beauty. Agreed. I don't like I am happy that my parents did not. But also, I think that it's what you see your parent doing, because like my mom, my stepmom, my Nana growing up, everybody was pretty like natural. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't looking at what other kids were doing and being like like kids that were wearing a whole bunch of makeup i wanted to experiment with makeup a little bit but i didn't feel like i needed a full face of makeup i wanted a full face but i wasn't allowed to so i'd never i mean shoot i still don't know how to really how to do makeup Mm -hmm. i'm just now learning but i wanted a full face of makeup i think there's just like a danger in like a child that young looking so mature i agree and that's the only thing that scares me yes if I were to have But if you explain that in a in a way that's digestible, it can be Ain't no teacher uh, te- teacher. Ain't no teenager gonna digest that. I think that they look, let me tell they're on a different level now than what we were. Yeah. They're way different. The the language that they use. They they're in a different headspace than what we were when we were teenagers. It's because there's so much information out there. Um, and people are actually labeling things. Mm-hmm. They're so having a lot of conversations, like the conversations wow. that we're having, but it's just a little bit on a lower level. Wow. But they, they use a lot of the same language and they understand the concepts about certain things. And I think that if you set that precedent mm. younger, then wow, like I know I struggled with it a little bit, but like I appreciated it yeah. later. And then when I would get dressed up and I would get my hair done and things like that, like, it was cool, you yeah, know? Yeah. But I, I didn't feel the need on a regular basis. And thank God that yeah. I didn't have to do all that. Like, they were right. I didn't have to do all that. Mm. I didn't need to, like, ha- like, and some people need to. Some people need that for maintenance, like what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easier for their hair on a regular basis to be able to get sew-ins or to put a wig on or things like that. Mm. But depending on your child and what is best for them. I think that that's how you kind of determine, like, okay. Yeah, I know someone um, growing up, her mom would allow her to get box braids very frequently. Mm. And, like, now, like, she's balding. Oh, yeah, because it pulled her hair. Because it pulled pulled her hair out. Yeah. Yeah, all of those things. I mean, I think that we could go on and on about this topic because it's such a huge topic. And if you all enjoyed us talking about this and you have questions, you want to see us to invite other people want to talk about their experience with hair let us know and we could definitely continue the conversation and have some special guests yeah to continue it but i think we got to wrap it up move on to the next thing mm-hmm. um i think we should take a listener submission okay um so we could just take a take one and we'll just give like little opinions about it we won't talk about it for long okay um okay so this says deep sigh I recently found out that my boyfriend of nearly a year has been cheating the entirety of our relationship. Here's the kicker. I was the other woman, but didn't know it. Mm -mm. I had a feeling something was wrong, but was trying to push it down. Mm -mm. Eventually, after a few drinks and a blunt, I went searching and found who I thought was his ex's page. There I found everything I needed to see to confirm my suspicions. I feel numb. This was the first serious, this was my first serious relationship. I've been sitting on this information for nearly a week. We're supposed to see each other in a few days. How the hell do I confront this man with what I know? We were long distance for a majority of the relationship. There were signs that I ignored because I chalked it up to me being insecure or overthinking. Wow. It's crazy how you can convince yourself, no, 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 it's the trauma. It's like, no, I'm insecure. Like, that's why when the red flags be in your face take them i've done it and run out 
For real. Yeah. She's better to me, though. The fact that she's sitting on this for a week. I wouldn't be able to sit I'm on so it for a week. I'm so reactionary. I am, too. I would have immediately been like, oh, hell no. I definitely would have had to uh, say something immediately. Release. <laughs> Look, release. Immediately, I would have had to say something. Because I just do not have the... um. I don't have the self-control. I don't have the chill. Okay? You're going to know what I'm thinking. And we're going to talk about it literally, today. Literally. Get ready. And then I got 5,000 questions to go along with it, too. So not five thousand questions. I do. I I know that that's the thing about me. Oh, you I got questions though. The evidence is right there. But then I have questions about how you were lying to me for an entire year. So the whole relationship is a lie. But what what questions would you have about it? The contents of your relationship. Just but, think about the fact that I mean I don't know because I don't fully know that situation, but I'm putting myself in her shoes. That if I was dating somebody for an entire year, yes, it's time to go. But I'm just gonna be like, how the fuck did you do this for this long? Where did this girl come from? How did you have time for this and this like that? But that's a living in the mind of an overthinker. I'm an anxious person in the way that I think about things, so I constantly have like things that pop up in my mind. So even if I don't necessarily ask the questions all out loud to his face, I have a million questions on on how this took place. I would have a a million questions too, but I wouldn't ask them because I wouldn't see any point. It's like if you had a full secret relationship like this and you've lied to me, anything you say to me is going to be a lie. This is true. that's That's a very mature place though, to be able to say, I've seen it all and I'm done it's because i've lived out all my toxic years yeah i mean i've lived them out too but i just know the hurt and pain i've been cheated on and i've seen like that's another kind the of place pain. that it takes you to that's a pain like when you thought that you were in a relationship that Ooh. like the place that that takes you to that's a pain i just would have questions <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to do it it's a no for me i will have questions um but immediately after it's time to go if you do have to release in that kind of way. But people process differently. Yeah, I was about to say, I just sent a long, lengthy message, get my shit and go, and then block him on everything. That's the kind of thing that I wish that I used to, like, that I used to want to be able to do, and I couldn't. Look, I couldn't I, do it either. I couldn't do the the text message. I need to sit down with you face-to-face, like... No, this you is gonna the see me and you gonna see this hurt in my this eyes, is, this pain. This is the growth. This yeah. is the growth. Because I know what I I know what I used to be capable of. Mm-hmm. I used to be like throwing shit. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck is The worst is gonna happen with me is I'm gonna have a panic attack. Oh no. So see, I'm not gonna not, be I'm gonna ball up on the floor and cry. Oh no, you're not gonna see me cry. But you are gonna see have you ever seen the Incredibles? You know when Jack Jack was in the air and he's like <gasps> Yeah, that's you. like that. It's like that. <laughs> It's literally like that. I'm not even kidding. When I get angry, because it takes a lot to get me angry, but when I'm like mad, mad, I see, I see red. Yeah, I I turn into a big old ball of softness. Oh, you're so emotional. Oh my god, it goes back to our signs. I yeah, I don't. I'm like hurt. Like, how could you do this to me? It's like that. So, I mean, I might throw a couple things, like, but not at the person. Like, I might throw just in frustration or. Something like that, but I mostly am crying. I'm on verge of emotional and mental breakdown. Oh, no. But for you, girl, I mean, I think that this has been... You probably submitted this quite a while ago, so... I need an update. Please, yeah, update us on how everything... Is he dead? Did you kill him? <laughs> please update... Don't tell us if you did that, because we don't want to know that information. Actually, shoot, it's anonymous. You can put it in the <laughs> Just let me know. But don't yes. Know. You, I think that you definitely need to address it, though. I don't think that you should hold on to information and stay in a place that you know that it's not like it's it's not going anywhere. It's not growing. Yeah. This man obviously does not value you. So it's time to move around, sis. Right. You got to step your cookies up. Don't seek closure either. No. Closure it's comes from seen. you. We've talked about this before. Yeah, closure is with too. you. So, you know, go and find you a support system go to counseling healthy coping mechanisms Woo, we love healthy uh i mean realistically it, it doesn't always happen very linear like that but oh my god healing is never linear yeah so just take your time and be gracious with yourself yeah and block him 
and block him immediately and never contact him again. And maybe send all pictures of y'all to his new girl. <laughs> I'm weak. Ayana try to be toxic. Delete the pictures. And that's she, what I say. Delete she need them. to know. She need to know. She oh. getting cheated on too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's if she care though. That's true. Oh, because she might true. stay. So that's she true. might not care. Then she might find her enemy and the girl want to fight her for no reason. Yeah, you know, that's how be people doing be. That. Stupid. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's my advice on that. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Run. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fill in the Blank Podcast. You can make sure that you submit your listener submissions in our link tree, in our bio, at fillintheblank underscore. You can follow me at estoldby.kayla and Ayana at ayana.amore. So thank you all for tuning in again, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Three, two, one. Oh,